What you are about to hear is a slice of reasoning through the Bible. This is an excerpt taken from one of our regular Bible study sessions. You can find a link to the full session in the episode description. Now, the third and fourth generation part, and it actually becomes very serious. And we'll get into some of the historical doctrines here and try to move through this quickly so we don't lose too much of the audience. But when it says there, visit the iniquity to the third and fourth generation, there is a doctrine that the the name of the doctrine that the theologians have come up with is called the federal headship of Adam. The federal headship of Adam. The explanation for it goes something like this. My ancestors came to North America way before I was born. When they came, I came. When they came to North America, I came to North America, even though I wasn't born for many generations down the line. And so that's the idea is that when Adam sinned, we all sinned. That's what he's talking about, is that when Adam sins, the human race sinned. And the reason why it it, it gets important is this, because the, the other way the theologians will explain it is that we are born with a sin nature. You're born with a sin nature that is a proclivity or a bent towards sin. And if that were not the case, there, there was actually a man in history named Pelagius who believed and taught that. Pelagius was what we would now call Pelagianism. Pelagius taught that Adam's sin only fell on himself and not any of his children. By consequence, if Adam's descendants did not inherit a sin nature or a proclivity towards sin, that means they are born in the exact same state of innocence that Adam was in the garden. This is what Pelagius taught, is that all human beings are born in the, because they don't inherit sin. They're not, again, the Pelagius would deny this, this doctrine here in Exodus 20, that the, the iniquities visited to the third and fourth generation. And so uh, Pelagius would then say, we're all born completely innocent, blank slate. We have complete, total human freedom to either obey God or disobey God. And because we are born neutral, we don't need the Holy Spirit to draw us to God. And because of that, Pelagius would say it's that coming to God is a complete and total free will decision to man. It's free will gone to seed because it ends up denying the role of the Holy Spirit and ends up denying the need of the Holy Spirit to draw us to God or convict us of sin. And because of that, Pelagius was condemned in not one, not two, but three ecumenical councils in the early centuries of the church was roundly condemned. Because if you deny this doctrine that, that the, again, the iniquity is visited on the, from the fathers to the son to the third and fourth generation, therefore we inherit a sin nature, therefore we're born in sin. If you deny that, then you're forced into Pelagianism, which says that, that we're born blank slate, complete innocence. All we have to do is decide not to sin, and we can live perfectly sinless lives, just like Adam could have. And because of that, then we don't really need the Holy Spirit. Then that ultimately denies the need for God in salvation. And that's why Pelagianism was condemned. 
And that's why right here in Exodus, when it says the iniquity of the fathers to the children on the third and fourth generations of those who hate me, showing the loving kindness to thousands, it's, it really does mean that when Adam sinned, then the human race is, is inherited a guilt for it. It's called the federal headship of Adam. And all those other heresies fall from it if, if you deny that. The, the verse where the Pelagians try to come up against this is in Ezekiel, in it's chapter 18, verse 20, which says this, quote, the person who sins will die. The son will not bear the punishment for the father's iniquity, nor the father bear the punishment for the son's iniquity. The righteousness of the righteous will be upon himself and the wickedness of the wicked will be upon himself, close quote. The Pelagian would say, well, see, says right there in Ezekiel that you don't punish the son for the guilt of the father. Well, what Ezekiel's talking about, it's God and, and Ezekiel. What he's saying is that if the father robs a bank, you don't go throw the kid in jail. If the father steals something, then the crime, you can't go punish his descendants. That's what he's talking about. He's not talking about this idea of, again, if, if you end up denying what Exodus 20 clearly teaches, which is the iniquity is visited on generations down the line. If you deny that, then you're ultimately fall into Pelagianism, which says that the Holy Spirit is not needed to draw us to God because we're born innocent. And that's a heresy. If you liked what you heard, subscribe to Reasoning Through the Bible on your favorite podcast platform. In our regular sessions, we go verse by verse through all the chapters and verses and discuss them in detail. Don't miss this opportunity to grow in your knowledge and love of God's Word. If you haven't already, subscribe to Reasoning Through the Bible today.